podcast with Steve Mathis. Welcome to the Pulpamex podcast. Uh, we haven't done one of these for a long time, but uh, I figured that uh, it's time. And it's a little bit of a roundtable show, and it's uh, with um, three of my favorite people in the whole world. And uh, they're on they're on the phone or in studio here at the uh, Pulpamex headquarters. Uh, first off, photographer to the stars, James Lissamore. James, what's up? Hello. How are you? I'm good. Uh, the LCQ winner uh, this past weekend and uh, 12th place in the main event with no goggles. And we'll talk about that. Uh, Jimmy Albertson, top Jimmy, what's up? Oh, nothing. How's your Ready eyes? Get this conversation started. How's your eyes from the twenty laps? Fine. No, no. I don't know. I mean, I'm still. I'm not really. I'm not. My eyes don't hurt. I'm just kind of you know disappointed in you letting me down personally. That hurts. That hurts more than the eyes. Uh, I mean, it's not. You know, obviously not the goggle issue. Just a goggle guy, really. Right. Right. Uh, well, on the bright side. Um, on the other line, Atlas Neck Braces, uh, Ryan, the Noof, Lockhart. Noof, what's up? Hey, how's it going, man? Uh, good, good. And uh, I thought we'd... Hey, uh, what? just speaking of hearing you talk to Jimmy there about, you know, you let him down on the weekend. Why do you think I had to make the switch, dude? Don't, don't... make the switch from X-Brand. <laughs> don't say that, Noof. You know <laughs> that when you got X-Brand, you'd never been better. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was at the top of my career in X-Brand. Yes, you were, except for that one goggle incident at Walton that had nothing to do with me, but something happened with your goggles at Walton. Uh, somebody somebody sabotaged them. I would think so. Um, uh, Jimmy, uh, I, I know you were busy racing Supercross, so I'm not sure if you got word on Saturday or not, but it was official. The Noof hung up the boots for pro racing on Saturday night you know, in the arena cross. I, 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 I'm... Bummed out that he hung up the boots, but in a way, I loved Noof for being a non-racer. He was Noof's <laughs> team. Noof, I know, I know Noof as team manager, Noof, not, right, right. not racer, Noof. Well, hey, I'm I'm a much better team player, like Jimmy said, than a racer, especially the last few years. Like, I just like to be there helping everybody out, and then when I get racing, I get all serious, and I'm not I'm not the fun Noof then. Some would say that when Noof I, when Noof raced, he was better at being the manager than the racer, anyways. I like Noof. My favorite, my favorite Noof is with a busted knee on his scooter with a headset, telling with with a Jack and Coke in the other hand, and and telling telling my brother over the headset how how high I'm jumping in the back section. <laughs> Why isn't he scrubbing that jump, Greg? And it was probably just me not seeing things all weird, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and Noof, there was talk of halting Anaheim this weekend to announce, you know, sort of what you did in BC at the arena cross, but I think they just ran out of time. Yeah. I know. I, I thought, I think that uh, me personally, I think they should have had news come down and do some transfers. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we do that? We lost JT. We lost Kevin Windham and now we lost Noof. It's not fair. Yeah. But Noof will be back though. That's the difference. Well, that <laughs> that is a major difference. Uh, uh, Noof, is there another comeback in the cards? Perhaps Man. a ninth or tenth new beginning. You know what's funny is that all my buddies said, like when I kind of told them on, I, I was, I'll kind of tell you quickly how it all went down. Was on Friday night in the main event. I don't know if Jimmy knows. I've been racing arena cross up here, but um, yeah, oh, trust me, I follow. <laughs> I follow <laughs> well, he knows. your career, even though we don't talk. I follow new career, dude. You're making me blush right now. <laughs> 
but uh, kind of how it went down is uh, Friday night in the in the 450 main. I was out there, and I like, I don't know. It was really weird. I just got this like weird feeling about halfway through, and I was like in the in a battle for like the podium spot, and I'm just like, I'm I'm over it. I'm done. I don't want to push forward anymore. And I wow. I finished the main. I finished the main event, and I came off, and I was like completely calm. And I just said, uh, I said to the guy that was helping me out, I'm like, yeah, I'm not racing tomorrow night. And he's like, what do you mean? You just had a bad main. I'm like, no, I think I'm just, I'm just over it. That was sweat pouring in from your 100% goggles. That wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't what you were feeling. Is that what it was? I think so. Is that why my Are you saying it was, one, it was, it was, yeah, it was 100% a goggle issue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, so I actually wasn't crying. It was just the right. sweat making me tear. Yeah, if you if you'd run X bands, you'd be racing today. Yeah, I would. I'd still be racing. Although Jimmy might beg to differ with his throwing of the goggles on Saturday night. The only rider in the 20 man field to throw his goggles. <laughs> that wasn't a. That wasn't an inside the goggle issue though. That's what my been. My big issue's always been the sweat on the inside of the lens. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. just uh, in between the tear off issue, which is um, which is common. Th- now, now Jim, not... Jimmy, were you aware that Noof's rider that he was wrenching for got hurt last summer in the Canadian Nationals, and he jumped on the bike for the second half of the year? I did not know that that's the bike you rode, but I did know he rode. That's the best story ever. Yes. That's like Ricky Bobby. That, <laughs> or if it's... we don't if we don't get that bike back out on the track, <laughs> they're gonna throw a fit. That uh, uh, would be like Greg Albertson jumping in. Did they ask you if you wanted to go fast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's funny. It was kind of funny. A couple of weeks ago, I was home and I went to the Vancouver Motorcycle Show to do some stuff for Cowie and. Noof was there, and over the PA, all of a sudden, there was an announcement saying that at the Kawasaki booth, Ryan Lockhart would be signing autographs, and he was standing next to me, and he's just like, I'm so embarrassed right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, That's awesome. Like, I'm just like, I'm, I'm older. Like, yeah, like, they could, they should have had, like, I don't know, like, a Canadian champion from the summer that, obviously, Kawasaki won both championships up here, but, right. you know, they, they had me signing autographs at the show. It was pretty unreal. Oh. Uh, for, awesome. for for those people that don't know, well, actually, first of all, Jimmy, let's talk about your race really quickly. Uh, I've been getting some people on Twitter and email uh, calling out Ryan Dungey for not, uh, you know, congratulating you or doing anything. You've beaten him. You've beaten him in two LCQs now. Um, but for the record, in Phoenix, he didn't do anything. But in uh, in Anaheim three, he said good race to you, right? Like just it didn't yeah, pick it up like on TV. People, people got all. Um... Still got all bummed out on him. I mean, I think you know. Obviously, I did a pretty sweet finish line trick. <laughs> and then when he it. saw that, like, I think it was more like he was, he was to the point where like he crossed the finish line. He just got second in LCQ, and he was just like, "Oh my god, I almost didn't make it to the main." Like it was kind of like, right. like I, I'm glad that's over. You know, I'm glad I'm in. And then right as we were lining up for the main event, obviously we had we were second to last and last gate pick, you know, he was like, Hey, good job. You know? So, I mean, I don't, there is no, he's fine. It's it's just, just, it's a long night for a guy who's going for a championship, but you know how much stress he had to be in sitting down there in the LCQ going, man, I could lose a championship right here. So yeah, now it was, people need to know that. I mean, it's just, that's a stressful time for a, a dude fighting for a championship, going to the LCQ and getting second. It's like, Nail biter. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but yeah. hey, it's got to give you confidence, though, beating him twice now. Yeah, you know, I think I'm riding better and better. This weekend, like, 
obviously I lost my goggles. But man, I still, even with no goggles on, I went from 16th to 12th, and I had, I could see 11th and 10th right in front of me, and I felt like, you know, once I was catching up to people, I'd have to like slow down because I was just getting pelted. My eyes were just getting uh, pelted here, out with roots, so I was just kind of like holding back. So I don't know. I'm excited, man. Every every single week seems to be getting better and better, and. You know, I'm, I'm three for four out of making the mains. And I had that one incident where I didn't make a main at uh, at A2 because I, I got cleaned out my heat race pretty good. But uh, but other than that, you know, it's been pretty smooth sailing. Every time I go to the LCQ, I line up, and there's really not a doubt in my mind that I can, you know, I can qualify and beat any, you know, really beat anybody for six laps. You know, it's just um, chaos in those LCQs. As long as you get a good start, you're. And that's good, you know. Yeah, and that's where it's really you've you've managed to get the start. You've pulled off great starts at those races, you know. And that's what's when the chips are down, you're pulling it off, and you're not kicking your bike like you were in the heat race. Yeah, that was pretty brutal, man. I, you know, um, I run that recluse clutch, and it's done it to me a few times practice. And sometimes when you click it in the gear, it just sometimes it'll just die. I mean, it's it's a weird deal that it does that, but um, you know, it's. It's only happened to me like three or four times the whole time I've used the clutch. Uh-huh. And um, it did. So the next two motos, I just made sure, because it's cool. You can sit there with your clutch out. Yeah. So I just would, as soon as the 30-second board would go, go sideways, I'd wait like 10 seconds and just put my bike into gear. So I knew it wouldn't do it anymore. Yeah. But, um, you know, it wasn't an issue after that. So uh-huh. now I just know to make sure to put my bike into gear a little bit sooner in case it does it. But not a really big issue it sucks because obviously i was kicking my bike when the gate dropped but i don't know it's still good i still came pretty close to qualifying out of the heat too it just yeah you know needed a couple more laps for people who don't know um how Noof, how did you get on valley yamaha oh with hamblin through hamblin yeah it was yeah it was a hamblin deal i had happened to get hurt that winter that winter down there when i was staying with uh staying with sean and um then i came back home to canada and uh, Sean wanted somebody. I, I had no experience of being, you know, a mechanic, quote unquote. But he asked me if I wanted to come down. I thought it was the coolest thing ever because I still wanted to go to the races. And uh, yeah, that's kind of how I never met Jimmy or Greg or anybody before that. And Sean brought me down and um, ended up meeting meeting up with Jimmy and Greg. And uh, Sean ended up getting hurt at the first round, and I just kept. Uh, I just kept trucking along. I remember when we got the phone call when Sean wasn't coming back. I was at Trey's house, and uh, that, that was, I mean, like a crappy situation. We turned into good. We just kind of laughed, like, oh, geez, what's going to happen now? And I just kept going along, driving the truck, and uh, <laughs> just hanging out and, and uh, doing our thing. It was fun. Team manager. I guess you could say that. He, he really was. Man. We had a team manager. His name was Charles Holcomb. But he's, a, he's a great guy, but, dude, the guy was just an absolute crack-up. Because <laughs> Jimmy, remember, remember when we were trying what? to figure out how we we're going to use fifty clutches throughout the season? <laughs> oh shit! We went to the first round, and we both, me and me and him, were both frying clutches because I don't know that the person who built our motors, we didn't have very stiff clutch springs. We were just frying clutches, uh-huh. and I remember one round we didn't have enough clutches, and like we just had to run burnt clutches. You know, that's just how it was, <laughs> and uh, and. Lanza found out, and he got Charles as a team manager. He just starts yelling at Charles, "What are you doing? You need to order clutches." So the next, the Monday on the phone, he he uh, he calls up Noose, and it's Noose. 
I've got 50 clutches, 50 clutches. <laughs> it was unbelievable, man. And we laughed about that. I, I kid you not. This was at like the second or third round. We laughed about that the whole freaking season, man. It was great. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny because, like, um, it was, Lanza was a lot more involved in the program than he is now with his program. And, uh, you know, he used to he used to just be all over Charles' ass, you know, just about about little things. And um, I remember there was one time my brother, uh, uh, Lanza called my brother up, and he's like, what are you doing? You broke the, the lift gate, or the, the door on the motorhome, the lift gate. It won't even go up and down anymore. And Greg's like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, yeah, Charles told me you broke it, you know? <laughs> and... Uh, Greg's like, I didn't break that lift gate. Charles broke it. And then, like, instantly, as Greg's on the phone with Lanza, talk to him, Charles is beefing in, and Charles picks up the phone, uh, Greg picks up the phone on Charles, and he's like, what are you doing, Charles? You told Lanza I broke yeah. the gate. He's like, oh, shit, the hurricane was all over my ass, and I just had to tell him something because he was going to fire me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, you know, he just, that was Lanza's nickname. He's the hurricane because one minute he'd be completely calm, everything good and the next minute just freaking tearing down the house so um it was yeah. Fun. um yeah new if you had a, you had a fun time that summer you still i mean kind of got your it kind of got you jones to be a mechanic a little bit like like professionally yeah no it did i mean it, it was kind of like the next next best thing to riding and my knee was so messed up i ended up having to leave after wait, wait, wait a second your knee was still messed up uh oh it was it, jacked man i could barely even walk no it still it. It is messed up it still is messed up well i know that's <laughs> what i mean it still is messed up but uh it kind of it was it, bad yeah it slowly got worse and worse and worse it was good there for a point and then it, it well i shouldn't say good but it was better and then it slowly got worse and i had to pull the pin and uh head home after uh, Washougal because I was about ready to lose my leg. It was about ready to fall off. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's not that's not an exaggeration no. either. You it went to really, Asterix really at Washougal, I believe. We took you over yeah. to Asterix at Washougal, and they just, like, straight up told them, like, you need to get this thing looked at, like, it was kind of crazy because I was helping out Kyle Summers that day because he was riding on the – riding on the team, and, and I was his mechanic for the day, and he ended up knocking himself out really bad during the second moto. Um, and then, so I went over to the Asterix rig, and they were looking at, at Kyle, and they were getting ready to take him to the take him to the hospital. And, and, I, and I'm like, hey, you guys want to take a look at my knee? And I, like, lifted up my shorts, and, he, and uh, they're like, you better go to the hospital with this guy, man. Like, that's not good. <laughs> Rider mechanic, d- double, save the, save the gas. Jump in. Yeah, so. I mean, not, not only was it swollen, it was just, like, it was hot. Like, yeah. you touched it, and it was just, like, constantly, just, like, it felt like his leg was, like, 113 degrees down there or something. Like, it was just <laughs> disgusting. Do you see what he yeah. did for you, Jimmy? You see what, see what, he, what, what he did? He put his life on the line for you to make sure that you he had really water. Did. Yeah, to make sure you had water and everything. And those fifty clutches, man, that was 50, all my deal. I made clutches. sure we had the clutches. Oh, dude. Here. Hey, how about at how about at uh, at Redbud when? Because uh, obviously, were you wrenching for summers at Redbud? No, summers didn't come to Redbud. It was just uh, it was just the three of us. No, Summers came to Redbud. Remember because <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He did come to Redbud, but he had his buddy, the, the guy with the hair, the hairdo guy with the mechanic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember his name, but yeah. So, anyways, remember, you know, obviously up in Colorado, you always start in first gear, right? You know, so like you're doing first gear starts there. 
Man, I mean, the guy, like, both starts at, at Redbud, it looked like, I don't even know what was wrong. It looked like he was looping out, like, couldn't do anything. <laughs> then finally, after the race, he asked me, he's like, man, he's like, I guess I'm just not used to starting in first gear. And I'm like, you started in first gear all weekend? <laughs> I was like, I remember me and Noob talking about it. it like, good. what are you like, doing, dude? Is it your first first time racing? Like, you never start a 450 in first gear, like you said, besides Colorado. Right. Yeah. Jeez. After the race, he's like, man, I just can't get those first gear starts are just funky. I'm like, what? You're in first gear. No wonder you idiot. Well, uh, yeah, you might as well be in neutral. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, kidding. you know, Noof's got a cushy job at Atlas Neck Braces up in Canada, and Jimmy, your Greg's worked for you as a mechanic, but I don't know how much longer that's going to go. So I, I mean, maybe there's a super team reunion here. I wish, man. I mean, maybe there's, you know. Noof, you know? it would be an honor, but uh, throw everything away, Noof. Quit your job tomorrow. Come back down. I can just, I can just throw it in right now. I'm ready to go. The day's over. There you go. Yeah, all right. It's already yeah, four, yeah. four thirty. You need me this weekend at San Diego. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm there. I'm driving right now. Actually, <laughs> I'm driving is, down. Is uh, is Greg going to be your mechanic, Jimmy, for a while, or do yeah, you know? No, nah, he's just going to be our mechanic. He's, uh, this week in San Diego, and then um, you know who Dylan Turner is. He works for Merge. I, I know that your your phone sounds like you're covering it with a, a blanket. Oh, can you hear me now? Um, well, it's just still still, oh. still sounds muffed. Oh, hold on, you can hear me now. There you go. So, anyways, yeah, Dylan Turner. He uh, he worked for Kyle Regal back in 2010 when he was doing real well with, on the privateer stuff with Merge Racing. And um, he's going to take over from Dallas onwards. I've actually got um, I got a little bit of help, and I've got uh, HRT is going to step up and pay for a uh, oh okay a budget for me to get my a mechanic to the round. So that's huge because I mean I went the first four races with four different mechanics. So yeah, oh, yeah. well, yeah, it's kind of okay. it's tough. I was just I was building the bikes myself on on Friday, and then the mechanic would come in on Saturday and just kind of like wing it, but. Obviously, like, I'm the one that built it, so I'm basically telling them, like, you know, oh, you know, this is what I did here and this is what I did there. You know, it's it's pretty tough. It's almost easier for you just to do it, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. It'll be good. I'm excited. Noof, you didn't quit, did you? No, no, okay. no! I'm good, dude. I'm, right. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm still, I'm still, still employed. <laughs> okay, woo. Okay, good. That was close. <laughs> that yeah, really, that no, really I was, was like, close. I was, I was about ready, but um, yeah, I was, I didn't do it. I was uh, second guy. Because then I would have just had to made up a position. I would have, you just been crew chief or something. No, just hang out, just hang out, and uh, and I w- well, I would have prepped your goggles, so I would have just got paid from uh, X brand. Oh yeah, yeah, clearly. I am now. Mathis is, Mathis is getting fired after this podcast because we call, both no, called him out on terrible goggle prep. Um, uh, and and also too on the HRT team is uh, Austin Politelli, new who you probably maybe raced against even at some point or another. No, I never raced against uh, him. I wasn't racing up here. He was. Um, what was I doing the year? He, I don't even uh, know what I was doing the year he was up here. But uh, yeah, yeah I, know, I know who he is. He's been he's been doing good this year. Um, maybe you were in your dark days, otherwise referred to as when you worked at the Husky dealership. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That was my dark day. Yeah, no, because the year before that, I worked for Nye, Nye up here, and he uh, Nye didn't come back that year. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can never keep your comeback straight. Yeah, I know. There's too many comebacks. <laughs> uh, Albertson, uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Nice catching up with you and and all that. And I'll I'll see you this weekend. Um, but 
Uh, anything you want to say to Noof now he's hung up the boots? I mean, anything? Anything on your mind? I, I mean, not really. Other than it was just good to talk to him again. <laughs> good talking to you. Know, it's been it's been good, man. I uh, I just wanted next to tell time you that. you're down. Yeah, next time you're down in the you know the states and you're going to race, you're like hit me up, man. Yeah, I know it's been a while since I've been, but um, yeah, I gotta get I gotta get down. I might be I'm I've been tossing around the idea to go to Toronto and hang out and watch, and then uh, I'm coming down for Vegas probably for sure because uh, probably for Jeff sure. Nor- my bu- my buddy Jeff Northrup's getting married the night before Vegas Supercross, so that could, oh uh, for sure. Well, awesome. yeah, I was yeah. going to tell you that uh, my me and my buddies have a Supercross pool up here, and you're one of my top guys. So uh, keep making those mains and doing good because uh, I need the points. No pressure, dude. It's so yeah. funny because I had uh, Paul Parabinos last night. I was at Cunningham's house playing poker, and he looks over at me. He's like, "Okay, you you feeling a top sixteen this weekend?" I'm like, <laughs> "What?" He's yeah. like, "You've been a fa- you've been really good in fantasy." I'm like, "Yeah, I got that. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna yeah. pick you. Don't yeah. let me down." <laughs> There's a whole underground fantasy a supercross thing that uh, a lot of the industry is in that puts undue pressures on riders. <laughs> I know. When, I really when think, think Carson. Wanna... Yeah. As I really think Carson Butler would sabotage my bike last year <laughs> if he didn't pick me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Butler brothers number one for that for sure. <laughs> it, yeah. So. Cool. Well, oh, hey, dude, man. it was good. Uh, it was good talking to you, and I'll uh, I'll hit you up for sure when I'm coming down, or hopefully maybe see you in Toronto. Right on, man. That sounds good. If you go to a race and don't get in touch with me, I'm going to be pissed. Um, I would never do that. Tell Greg I said hi. <laughs> All right, I will. Uh, we'll talk to you guys later. See you, Jimmy. Again, uh, see, you, Jimmy. see ya. Top Jimmy, everybody. Um, Noof. Yo. How is Atlas Braces Canada? Atlas is doing good, man. We've been uh, – It's uh, it's been – even since I started here, and I've been here since September, it's uh, every week it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and uh, it's – like it's your knee, going. like your knee. Yeah, yeah, it's been getting bigger, like the size of my knee. Um, so uh, no, it's been it's been cool, man. I've been uh, I've been really enjoying it and really starting to really starting to dig it. Listen more. Did you see where they're giving out free braces to? Yeah, I saw that. That's a, a, any AMA pro. That's a really cool program. Was 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 Brady high and drunk when he came up with that? Brady doesn't drink, so uh, no. Uh, but he's um, just high. He then. wasn't, but he's just high. You know what then. the cool? You know what the cool thing is? That's really guys, awesome about no, about, about really... Atlas. Is I mean we're. All of us, everyone that's involved in the company is super into racing, right? So that's why, that's why you know, that's why we we just love racing. We're all passionate about it, and we want to help out uh, mm-hmm. everybody that mm-hmm. we can. You know, not just one guy. Uh, we just know the value that it's to help out everybody, right? So I think that's pretty pretty cool myself. Um, yeah. uh, really, really neat idea. Um, okay, so your knee. Let's talk about that. Uh, yeah. Another surgery. Come on, bro. I know. It's every time we do these masses, it's always like I always tell you, like, yeah, it's good now. I think it's all good, and then we talk again six months later, and it's like, right. yeah, I'm going back in, but it's going to be good this time afterwards. But uh, yeah. I don't know, dude. I've I'm starting to lose faith. Well, it's it's from you racing, isn't it? You you did it. Don't say it's just from racing. It's from like uh, like getting sweaty with knee braces and socks, and you know what I mean. I'm telling you, man. Do you think that's? I don't think yes, that's what it got, is, though. Yeah, because structurally you're fine. You've always got infection issues, right? Yeah, pretty much. Well, well the, where do you think that is, comes from? The issue, the issue is, is that I have, for whatever reason, my body. Um, I mean, it should be gone by now, but um, I, I'm not dissolving the sutures that are inside. I have no metal left in my knee because they thought that's what was causing the infection. But I literally have a hole in the side of my leg that that stitches slash 
uh, sutures are working their way working their way out and it it, 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 it they just yeah they just I have a hole in the side of my leg <laughs> jeez it's not uh, it's not normal right no not at all no, um, tomorrow tomorrow I'm getting it cut open again tomorrow so hopefully okay. uh, hopefully that's it and we can start planning uh, noose noose beginning uh, nine it was eight last year yeah so. yeah and how pissed is Lismore gonna get He's just going to be just angry. Actually, you know what? I think he's been kind of on my side the last little while. I think he was oh, yeah? pumped on the last one. Yeah, I, 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 I think, think it's so. cool now. Now, now it's it's hilarious because it just keeps going. <laughs> but when and he going was, going. But, but when he was a pro guy, it all started from a column I wrote, right? Yeah, I made an offhanded comment to you, and then you kind of took a piece of it and put it as a noise quote in uh, Racer X, and then it just went from there. Because at that time, me, then it made me go mental. Yeah, well, at that did time, did it really? New? Did it make you me- it, go mental? It made me go crazy because I like I never really knew James that well, and I didn't really talk to him. I always said hi to him, and I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy to judge me?" And I was obviously in my racing, and I was probably way more like just I was probably just a punk and being ignorant and whatever. But I was just like, "What the hell, man? Why? Who's this guy to judge on what I'm doing?" <laughs> well, I didn't but, know. I didn't know that it caused that much much uh, much issues. That's awesome. It's, though. All, it's all good because we're, we're buds now, and I, I I get what he meant. He didn't. Right. I don't. I mean. I don't know. I like to think what? he didn't mean much harm in it. Yeah, what but it did was just, you? It was just how you how you labeled the story. Like what did you mean? Listen, what did you know? What you, did you mean? Listen, well, more, I mean, at that point, that's like this was KTM. This is like when Ryan is a really talented rider, but he might not have been putting a ton of effort in. And you kind of <laughs> every every <laughs> every season, it would be like I'm working so hard. I'm gonna you know this. I'm gonna do it this year. And then you know. Saturday night rolls around, you're in the bar or whatever, right? You know, and it's yeah. like, it's so like, basically, you know. basically, I'm like 98% of the rest of the dudes. Out yeah, there. totally. But like, it yeah. was just all I said to him, as I just said, because you, you know, you said it's a new beginning. And I just, I'm like, yeah, every year is a new beginning for Ryan. Like, that's just yeah. the way it is, right? Yeah. And it was yeah. just like an off-headed I, comment, like on Instant Messenger. And Steve thought it was funny hey. and put it in Racer X. Honest to God, deep down, the reason why I probably get upset, because sometimes the truth hurts, right? Oh, totally does. Yeah. That's no, funny, I mean, yeah, and and it's gone from there, and then someone turned into the noof beginning, and then you got on the back of your pants, and, yeah, I know, good times. It but, was a good story, though. It's all good now. It's all uh, all in good fun now, and it was uh, like you said, it was a harmless harmless comment that, like I said, the truth hurts when you uh, when you when you hear it, right? It's what you don't want to hear. All I did was thought I had a catchy title for a column. That's all. <laughs> You uh, thought you were doing right. You didn't yeah, realize did. you were almost almost got uh, two guys into a fist fight. <laughs> yeah, really, right? It was easy to lob bombs from the USA up at yeah, Canadian yeah. stuff. Um, uh, but so you were hoping this knee gets it fixed, and we're hoping this is it for you. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Honestly, like it's just uh, I'm just I'm just over it. We're gonna try to get you on the Pulp Show too at some point when you heal. We up. need to do it. I want to do it because I've been listening to the Pulp Show lately. You guys have a lot of fun on there. It'd be cool. Yeah, you'd be good on it. I think. I, 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 yeah, it'd be fun. I think I think it would be. Um, and then so uh, hearing talking to Jimmy, um, what do you think? What do you think about when you think back to that summer? Just fun. Just I mean, is just, something- a, just a great, honest to God, just a great experience. It was really my first taste of what goes on, right. you know, down there. And I mean, it it, it kind of sucks because I mean, it, uh, it it started out good with Hamblin and stuff. And I mean, I guess that was uh, you know, it, it was a mm-hmm. shame that he got got hurt but it was probably for the best at the end of the day to be honest with you and cuz the team I mean it, the Why team was, that? was well the, the team was good but it was just brand new right with the whole valley thing and like and like Jimmy said you know Charles didn't you know wasn't super involved and and, and Chad was trying his best but uh it, Jimmy had a good attitude for the team because he just wanted to go racing Right. And uh, and at the end of the day, I think Sean was at a bit of a different place at the time, and 
and you know he was just coming off some you know he was a the fill-in rider for Yamaha the year before and you know he was always kind of given the best of the best and Jimmy was kind of the opposite right so right. it uh me and Jimmy hit it off real good because we were both just you know when I was racing I you know as much as uh you know I I you know maybe didn't try hard enough at the end of the day I just wanted to go racing and uh I think that's why we had such a good time because we were just uh we were just making it happen from week to week you know and uh, um well, well, I was going to say the 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 thing with Hamblin. Um, you guys still talk to him? You still talk to him, right? You still? Buddy? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll tell you a crazy story, and you guys are going to. I mean, I don't know if you've been on DMX this week, but uh, Hamblin's actually coming up here to ride my bike this weekend. Oh, he is. He's coming up here to race. Yeah. Oh, he's taking your spot. You hung the boots up. Yeah. Wow. I brought him in. I didn't know that. Has he been riding at all, or? Yeah, he's been riding. I mean, I'm not going to say he's going to come up here and 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 win. I, I I honestly don't know. I just did it because it was kind of a spur of the moment deal, and we were talking about it the other night, and and the the sponsor that I have, Cycle North, um, Courtney, she spent a lot of put a lot of money into the series and this and that, and we've been we've been racing and we've been doing okay, but then uh, for me to quit you know not not quit but for me to i, I wasn't going to race this weekend anyways because of my knee right but right. Uh, i thought it was only fair because i mean she's been coming to all, flying to all the races and stuff and i just said hey why don't we put somebody on the bike you're going to be here anyways and and we already got the bike and it's all ready to go so let's just get sean a plane ticket and it's fairly inexpensive and let's let's see what he can do right so it'd be wow. uh it'd be cool and i honest to god thought that he was going to shut it down yeah because I figured, oh, you know, how much money can I make? What can I do? And right. I was just like, hey, if I get you a plane ticket uh, Thursday, you want to come up here? He's like, yeah, let's do it. Really? Wow. Oh, so, Hambone uh, so is back. He's back. It's a new beginning. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a new beginning for him. I want to say he's back and he's better than ever, but I don't, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what we're going to get. But it, it's still cool. I mean, he's still going to get good press for us and uh, and just kind of. Um... Just to be clear, too, you're you're, you're still going to race if you can, if your knee allows it in in a, in a vet class. Capacity. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, last year I did some age class stuff. I did like our our, our Loretta Lynn's up here, which is Walton. I did age classes and mm-hmm. uh, ended up doing really good and, and had a lot of fun, right? And I mean, I'm still racing against guys that I that I grew up racing with, like Josh Woods was there and mm-hmm. and guys like that. So uh, just kind of taking a step back, man. I just what uh, why why race professionally anymore when I'm not you know putting in the effort that I just don't have the time to, to do yeah. it anymore, right? Um, so. Hey, listen more. How How is those Future West arena crosses? Um, you know, they, they revamped them. What do you think about them? Well, I haven't been to a lot of them since no. they revamped them. Yeah. Um, it's not as good as it was, but at least they're trying. At least there's somewhere to go racing. Yeah. Like it's, exactly. It's definitely a far cry from their peak, but it's right. cool that there's somewhere. Like I think that's always been an asset for the West Coast guys is that – they can race all winter long. You know, there's somewhere to go racing. Yeah, yeah, at their peak, they're pretty cool. Yeah, right? yeah. They, I mean, for a while there, I mean, you had like Blackfoot and Leading Edge, and like right. you had like legit teams with their rigs and everything there. Uh, what do you think, Noof? Yeah, no, I, I pretty much agree with what James said. I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's a, it's not quite where they were back five, six years ago. When we, you know, we had JSR, JSR, and Dusty and Mitch Cook out here for Blackfoot, and like. And we had, uh, you know, the leading edge team was doing them and stuff. But, uh, you know, like I said, at the end of the day, um, they're trying their best with what they have to do, what what they have to work with. And it's uh, it gives us a place to race, man. And, and you know, 
Um, I know the one that James was at wasn't as quite as good as the first few, but I mean we've had some good pro guys up here, and uh, the competition's been tough in the pro classes, and and these guys are out there fighting over little to no money. You know what I mean? So it's uh, it just shows that you know the ten or twelve guys that line up on the in the pro main events they're there because they want to race, and that's what they love to do, and right. they know to. They just love racing, so it gives. It, it, it's a good show. At the end of the day, it's good. It could be a little bit better, you know, obviously, but that will come with uh, a little bit more sponsorship money and stuff. But uh, right. like James said, it's uh, there's no place else to do it. Um, let's take a listen here to to this here. Um. This is the this is where. This is the retirement. This is the retirement announcement, but can't really. That's the. That's yeah. the speech. Are they playing Journey? <laughs> yeah, they are playing what's, Journey. What's, what's funny is, is that uh, right, yeah, they really, didn't actually really, play Journey. They didn't really actually hear. play Journey. It would have been so fitting if they did, though. But that that was something that Billy from DMX added in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, uh, let's 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 move on a little bit. I uh, guess yep. uh, Dusty Clat this weekend, big news in Canadian moto, uh, may have done his knee in. I believe he even tweeted that he thinks it was the ACL or he did the ACL. Uh, what do you know, Noof? Uh, did you see it? or what, 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 What's your thoughts on that? I watched the whole thing. I was up in the beer garden, so I had uh, a <laughs> bird's, eye, bird's eye view of it. And uh, really kind of a weird a weird crash. He whole shot at the, the, the lights main event, what we call it. And uh, it's kind of a weird option line. And he went inside where you missed the first takeoff of the, of the triple. And he kind of ca- he caught his foot on the on the takeoff, and he kind of like whiskey throttled off the side of the track. And I thought it was a fairly harmless crash; like it didn't look bad at all. But um, he uh, he laid there for a while, and and then I came down to see him after the after the main was over, and he was in a lot of pain. And he's like, "It's done." He just knew in his head that you know mm-hmm. his knee his knee was wrecked. And then I did uh, I did hear today that his ACLs done so i think he's going for surgery next week or end of yeah, next week or end of this week something right. like that wow yeah, yeah. So. he did send me a text saying that his acl's done but i mean the crazy thing is talking to him he he's never had a knee injury which i mean in motocross is so rare like his whole career he's never had any yeah problems in his knees. yeah but uh you know i i know that he's bummed and I, I mean i don't i don't know dusty that well james james would know better and he'll probably get more inside than i will but you know i know he was kind of he was kind of bummed that oh, uh, you know, I did it for nothing, and you know, I'm ra- uh, you know, a race that he didn't have to do. But at the same time, is that it could happen anywhere? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's how, and and I know how he's feeling because he's getting a little bit older, and and uh, you know, it's uh, it's definitely uh, pretty devastating to a guy that's still still trying to get in his last few years at at, at his peak. You know? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. James? Yeah, well, I mean, he he put his leg down, like like you say. He, I mean, he didn't have to be at a race to do that. He could have done that anywhere. Yeah. It's not like someone ran into him or something, no. right? No, so exactly. What uh, what does KTM do? Do they just let the bike sit there? What, I, I don't. What, what I do you, don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, I, think? I I mean, if he has to have ACL reconstruction, I mean, oh, he's done. No, it's six months. Yeah, know. six months, and that puts us into July. But I mean, I mean, I I hope that. You know that they. I mean, I would. I would like to think that he can come back maybe halfway through the season if everything goes good. But I sure hope that KTM puts somebody else on the on the team. It would yeah. be pretty. It'd be pretty dumb to go racing with just uh, Benoit and Fossiati, and then if Colton gets hurt, like you know, anything can happen. Well, yeah. And then they have. Then they have no guys. I mean, it doesn't make much sense. But I guess it. Uh, it boils down to you know. I think Red Bull has a pretty big influence on that team, and 
and they're not just going to put anybody on the bike, you know? Well, and then, um, um, you know, Colton's not exactly an Ironman either. No, no. So. Well, well, you know, I I wouldn't say that. I think he 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 showed some pretty pretty. I mean, he was pretty tough no, last year, man. No, I think no, that's no, just, no, no. I, mean, I just mean no. He's tough for sure, but I mean, he he's got concussion issues, like another crash. Yeah, he hasn't and, finished two out of the last three years. Yeah, you know, yeah. For whatever right. reason, so uh, no, you're nothing right. against his character like that. No, no. He he showed guts riding through that shoulder injury, but fact is, two or three last three years, he hasn't finished a series. So yeah, he's a bit fragile, I guess you could say. Yeah, 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 exactly. So uh, you know, you hate to to uh, to do that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, like I said, I hope that uh, I, I'm sure that Andy's Andy White's mind's going a million miles an hour right now because I'm sure they're probably scrambling what to do too, right? And you just hung up your boots. So good job on that. Shitty I know, timing. but. Shitty. Maybe that's why. Maybe Hamblin comes up here and wins this weekend. We can get him a spot on the team. Oh, Hambo, and he's back. Uh, <laughs> he's back, and he's better than ever. Will you ask him if I'm still a dick licker this weekend? <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna bring that up. See, I was gonna. I was gonna tell you instead of Sean Hamblin, we're bringing up the dick licker. <laughs> ask him if he still feels that way. I don't even know if he'll remember that. Uh, we were wine tasting that day. I told yeah, you. Yeah, I know barbecue and wine tasting gone bad. <laughs> um, hey, did you did you make up with Moffenbire? Yeah, I, I haven't talked to him. I, I like I said about the tweet there. I, I I got out of it before it got uh, before I got any more involved. I had plenty to say, but uh, now I got out before you out. you tweeted something because because of, of Nikki Beatty or Dave. Beattie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nikki Beatty. I was giving him a compliment, and I it was at it was literally seven thirty in the morning, and I wasn't thinking exactly what I was writing, and and the the exact tweet said, "Finally, nice to see a Canadian following." Or not scared to follow their dreams is what I said. Uh-huh. Because I just read the interview on DMX of how you know him and his mom are living out of their van and the, and the dad's working six days a week to make it happen. And I think that's pretty cool, man. It shows a lot of shows a lot of character for for his whole family to 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 make it happen for him. I mean, I, who I mean, I'm sure he's not going to go down there and light the world on fire in Supercross. But hey, at the end of the day, he's right. going to be able to say that hey, I rode Supercross in 2013. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um... And, and Moffenbeier took exception to it. Yeah, I, I think that I think that he uh, he didn't like the comment. And, and I, honestly, God, I wasn't trying to disrespect any of the any of the riders at all because I have respect for all those guys because I mean they're 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 good guys. Right. But I just uh, I just find it frustrating that you know um, we don't see these guys. You know, they're professional athletes and they don't race that much. And it's I know it's <laughs> tough and this and that, but you know at the end of the day. You got to do what you got to do to make things happen. I mean, there's an arena cross series going on here in BC where you can make a thousand bucks, fifteen hundred bucks a weekend if you're doing good. Come out and race, man. Make save up some money. You're going to California anyways. Well, and then to train. You know, I kind of got into it. I got drug into it a little bit too. Well, I didn't get drug into it. I opened my mouth to drag myself into it. Yeah. Um, but and I thought he was in California. Listen more. I thought you, you know, you told me he was in California maybe last year or whatever. So I didn't realize he was in Saskatchewan. At the moment, or if he's going to California, my point was to him was uh, a night show place is nine hundred dollars or whatever. Yeah, you know that's a ni- that's the last place in the night show. Yeah, it's and, good, decent money. I mean, nine hundred dollars a week, yeah, not bad, right? Decent um, money. It's more money than you make working a nine to five. Well, that's what I'm thinking. So, like yeah. again, like you know, yeah, the license, the enter, the entry is two hundred and a one time license fee and stuff. But I mean, you're you're gonna make money if you make the night show. And you're bettering yourself in a higher racing atmosphere. It's a win-win-win, you know. Absolutely, um, and I, you know, it's 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 crazy. I was never a good Supercross rider, and then I had the opportunity in 2006 to do pretty much the full series, 
And uh, I came back that after doing that, and I had the best outdoor year that I ever had yeah. in Canada because it, it made my skills better. Like, I was a better rider on the bike. Like, I learned so much from riding right. Supercross. Yeah. And I never made any mains, man. I was making night shows. Right. And I, I believe it was only 650 or 750 for last place in the night show. And, you know, I was making, you know, I'd make about 800 bucks a weekend or 900 bucks a weekend, and I would that money would show up at my house, and my dad would sign me up for three more rounds, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Just kind of keep keep going once I got it rolling, you know. I think it kind of like it. Basically, Jim Colley said this on your show on Monday night. It's it's you got to look at it as you're a business and you have to invest in your business, and that's what you did, right? And even though you didn't make mains and all that, you still came back a better rider. Well, Absolutely. And how, plus, yeah. I, plus I got an experience that a, that a hell of a lot of people will never get, man. Well, did you see that too? I mean, nine hundred dollars for a night show is 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 better than second place CMRC nationals. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so like on top of that. You're not saving yourself for this nine race windfall, you know yeah. what I mean? That's coming in like, like okay, I can't make the money because I'm going to make so much money this summer. You know what I mean? Like that that doesn't not work. A good, that's not a good enough excuse, man. No. And look at look at Dusty class? right now. I mean, it can be over just like that. Yeah, like it, it, your season can be over from one little crash, man. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. And, I, and are we all in agreement that Moffenbar is a great enough rider to make the night show? Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah, and that's, okay. and that's yeah. the reason why it made me mad is because he, he's, he's a great rider, and I would think that he would make, he would make night shows for sure. Right. I, I would agree with that. I haven't seen him as much as you two have. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I, you know what? Did you read Jeremy Medaglia's interview on DMX? Yeah, I skimmed through it. It was it was long. The one about Supercross was long, so I didn't read it all. <laughs> it hurts the brain, doesn't it, Noof? Well, I got to take a lot, lot, lot reading here, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I I got the gist of what he was saying, right? Yeah, I mean, he's like saying it's two hundred dollars to enter, yeah, and it's two. Well, you know, and where am I going to get suspension from? You know, God, these guys like uh, yeah, you have sponsors, right? Yeah, I mean. I mean, like, and when I said that, I felt bad afterwards because I, I looked back on it, and I take a guy like Tyler Medaglia, for example. I mean, he's down in, in Florida right now. He's renting a house in Gainesville, and he's been racing almost every weekend mm-hmm. winter amps, Florida mm-hmm. winter amps, to better himself, right, And which is really cool. He's investing his own money. Nobody's paying him to be down there. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's racing every weekend, and, you know, he, he's been getting top threes and stuff with some fat, fast dudes, obviously, in the A class. but And he's going to do a couple supercross. I was talking to Derek Schuster today on the phone. And that's his team manager, and uh, I mean, yeah, he's been—he's going to ride Daytona. I think he's going to do Daytona, Atlanta, and maybe Toronto. So I—I um, I don't know why he says maybe Toronto. I would like him to say, yeah, I'm doing Toronto for sure because yeah. uh, that's yeah. the one that he should be doing. Not—not not only just because it's Toronto, but do you know how many fans you're going to gain by being the only Canadian at Toronto Supercross? You'd be—you'd be a hero. Yeah, I mean, definitely, you'd get a lot of media coverage, a lot of Tons. you know, yeah, it, it'd be really good. Um, yeah. No matter how he, no matter how he does, you know what I mean. Like right, that's right. the thing is, he's out there racing because he's a professional motocross racer. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, I think it's cool, and I respect that a lot. Uh, speaking about uh, Moffenbier, uh, yep. two fifty two stroke for the year. You see that move? Yeah, I didn't actually. I didn't see it because he's been a great four fifty rider for a couple of years, but. Uh, I mean, yeah, good on him to 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 ride the two stroke, and obviously, um, I, I think that he's gonna. I think he's gonna do good on it, and I mean, he he's can had he, a couple good years in, in the four fifty class. Can he win? Uh, top top five for sure. What do you think, Lesmore? I don't know. I was thinking about that today, and I really don't know. I mean, he is he's a good rider. That bike's gonna be fast. He's gonna yep. get good starts on it. Who's in the yep. class? But I, yeah, I mean, it depends. Cabin? Right? Benoit for sure, possibly Politelli and Tyler Villapoto. Yeah, um, I don't even know who else 
is even after that, in there. after that, you're going to get the All-American that comes out yeah. privateering it on the West Coast. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I put Moffenbeier in that group, uh, you know, pretty close to those three guys. I mean, I would say that he's, uh, if you look at last year in the 450, I mean, he battled with uh, with Tyler pretty much yeah. all year in the 450 class. So I would say, yeah, you know what, I, I could see him, you know, definitely yeah. getting some podiums throughout the year. Well, his fitness will be strong, that's for sure. I mean, he's always yeah. one of the fittest guys. But, yeah, exactly. I, just, I just don't know how yet how this 250 – versus 250 is going to go down. It's going to be well, interesting to see. At certain what, what, tracks, it's going to have a big event. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I think. What, what do you think, Mathis? Can you see a guy come like a guy winning on a 252 stroke the championship like throughout the whole year? A guy that dumb like you know sure. is there every weekend. No, absolutely. Yeah? I, I think yeah. it's I think it's insane that Mark Stallybrass made this rule because yeah, you're I, automatically flipping the finger off to Cowie and Honda and Suzuki. You're yeah. basically saying. You know these guys; these companies are very prideful on racing, and and yeah. they and a lot of companies think that when you know when their rider wins on their brand of bike, that means their bike is the best. You know what I mean? Even though we right. all know it doesn't. Yeah. Well, Honda and Suzuki have no involvement in Canadian Moto. They give Mark some yeah. money. Uh, yeah. Honda, I don't think, gives them any money. They're listed as a series sponsor. Do you not think Mark? Do you think Mark would just list? Them are as they a, listed as a series yeah. sponsor? Because they weren't. They so. they are now. Okay. Would Mark list anybody without no, getting no, some cash? No, for sure. But no. I know in the past they weren't right. a series sponsor. Um. They're a series sponsor now. Everybody is um, for whatever level. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I absolutely think that it's it, they can win. The bike's going to be an event. It's you know maybe oh geez maybe the sand. Yeah. You know it's not going to be as good. Um, I think it's going to be, be better. Guys, a guy's going to just be able to muscle that thing around and yeah. I, they've yeah, always it, done it, well in the sand though. Like when the two strokes and four strokes were still kind of intermingled, it seemed like sand was where the two strokes were. Were really good. No, I didn't yeah. think so. I mean, because it's, it's you know it's power robbing. You know, it's yeah. kind of you you, you got to really. I mean, I guess what the thing is, if you're a great rider on a two stroke, you can win because it's it'll be better if you can ride it correctly. Mm-hmm. But if you make a lot of mistakes in the sand, and yeah. if you, well, you fall off the pipe, you fall off the horsepower, and, and you know you fall off the uh, the power. If bit. you look, if you look at the if you look at Gopher Dunes this year, we had an intermediate rider, Ben Toy or whatever, whole shot both motos on a yeah. YZ two fifty two stroke, whole shot both motos, but it's a little bit different because it's groomed and it's kind of packed. Yeah, down, yeah, right? yeah. It's perfect so. for the you know, but uh, hard pack tracks may be worse off. Yeah, I would think know? like somewhere like Nanaimo, it might be a handful. It's going to be kind yeah, of sliding slip, and slipping and... everywhere. But but a track but a track like Calgary though deep rods yeah. Walton stuff like that I definitely can't see how a two fifty two stroke would uh, it, it's going to be awesome I, yeah. I mean it would uh, it, it kind of it would be definitely cool to ride and I know I, I think a lot I think you're going to see a lot of privateer guys on it which yeah. could do you know kind of help uh, them just, too right it makes it makes them more competitive for it, sure it's almost like when Yamaha came out with the two fifty four stroke and the first year when they only had one all the privateers rode it and you had a lot of privateers kind of doing better than they normally would I think you well, could yeah, but... see that. With the 252 stroke this year, yeah, yeah, they were yeah, on, no, they were going against 125. Yeah, that's what so, I mean, right, right? right? That's what I'm saying. I I think it's a ridiculous rule to make. Uh, you know, I just think that it's a big advantage at most tracks, and uh, a good rider will do better on it. You know, but I think uh, so. I don't know. Should be interesting to see. I, I going to be going to be cool if I'm Honda and Cowie and Suzuki, and I got to write a check to Mark, and he's making the rules. You know, if a bunch of privateers show up, and all of a sudden Jared Allison. Who's a you know a third, fourth, fifth place guy? If all of a sudden he's getting beat by dudes on two strokes that weren't on his level, yeah. And I'm a series sponsor, and I see this, and I'm go- I-, I might not write that check because hey, you're I can't I can't compete in your class. We don't make the bike. Well, I wouldn't say Jared yeah. Allison though. He rides for a brand that makes a two stroke. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. Um, good point. You ride the Yamaha. But somebody on a Tyler Villapoto or somebody. You yeah, know, let's yeah see. Kawasaki let's I could see, see being the know. most mad because they do spend the money right. to try and win, right? And they don't yeah. have that bike. They don't have the yeah. bike. So uh, it yeah. should be interesting. But um, I think it'll be cool like from a spectator yeah. point of view. Yeah, I mean, gonna I, I'm cool going to love to the sound of that class. Yeah. It's going to be really cool. Right. It's going to be it's going to be cool from that that standpoint and I think that it's it, you're going to see you're going to see a lot of dudes I think line up at the first few rounds mm-hmm. um privateer guys in the lights class. I mean, I think that you're going to see definitely way more numbers uh sign up wise in the little bike class because yeah. I think a lot of these guys are going to uh are going to uh two strokes. I mean, I get yeah. emails I get emails through Atlas being like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm riding Pro Nationals this year. I don't even know who they are. I'm riding yeah. Pro Nationals this year on a 252 stroke. Yeah. I'm from Northern Alberta. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I, I don't know who you are, but yeah. that's cool. You're gonna ride the whole series, <laughs> right? Right. I think, uh, so. I definitely think that uh, we're gonna see like, um, you know, like that class, you know, leading edge and KTM, you know the motors that the make the power that they're making cost so mm-hmm. much money, and to maintain it costs so much money. So, like, for these privateers, they're going to be able to be competitive on a fraction of the budget. Totally. I yeah. agree. Yeah, it should, be interesting. it should be interesting to see. Um, yeah. What about Brett Metcalf possibly signing with Leading Edge? They're pretty damn cool if it happens. Does he win? Does he, does he automatically the winner? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think Without so. a doubt? Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's I on another so. level. Like, this is a guy who's been able to – he won Southwick two years ago and, you know, is a guy right. that could battle for podiums in the U.S. He's a top three guy every weekend, pretty much. He's a contender for top three outdoor in the yeah. U.S. every weekend, in my mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, but this Canadian series is yeah. a little oh, weird and wacky. Yeah, for yeah. sure it is. And, you know, maybe he might have a bad moto here and there, but yeah. like, yeah, I just think he's too good of a rider. You know, he's so and they're 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 leading edge, and him are pretty far along. Like this could yeah, actually. They happen. I haven't heard anything. So yeah, this could actually happen. Um, yeah, I haven't. I haven't heard. I I thought all along that they were close with Tommy Hahn because uh, I know that Pat had gotten in contact with me because he knew I was friends with Tommy, and I said Tommy would be a great fit up here, and I'd like to see Tommy come up here just to kind of get his career rolling again. You know right. what I mean? But um, I I don't know what uh, what happened with that. I'm sure it came down to a money deal for sure. So yeah, yeah interesting. But, uh, yeah, I know um, they've thrown around Weston Pike's name too. I had a text asking about him and stuff. Pike would be good. I know that if Clat doesn't can't come back, that's who I that's who would be first on my uh, on my on my list if I were yeah. Andy White was Weston. Yeah. But if you're if you're uh, Pat O'Connor or Andy White, and you essentially buy Metcalf mm-hmm. and essentially buy the title, I feel like even Gerky. Like I don't feel like Gerky. I feel like that's a success story. You know what I mean? Like he was jacked up. And yeah, he, he wrote, did put a season in. And he in. put a season in and yeah. he he wrote really well to win. I don't feel like they bought that title. If you if no, you no. if you bring in a Brett Metcalf and you buy the title, is it the same? Well I guess I the mean, marketing department it is, right? But it is at the end of the day it's the same. But yeah, I okay. mean, yeah, I mean, like you said with Matt, I mean, coming up here the first year he was a bit he was hurt, but he had to work for it and he got used to the tracks and he got used to the atmosphere and he got used to the bike and then Yeah, it wasn't like it, any, you know it wasn't like anyone was sitting there and going, Oh god, Matt Gerke's just gonna sweep, you know. I mean, no one saw what he no one saw coming what he did last year. Yeah, the Gerke last year compared to the injured Gerke the year before was a, an entirely different person. But even a healthy Matt Gerke, I would never have said he was gonna do that good. I've watched yeah, he the guy it. I've watched the guy's whole career. I mean, yeah. he's a great rider, but mm-hmm. I would say, yeah, he's going to battle with Canari, and he's going to battle with Colton. And instead, it was like, see you later. Mm-hmm. Although Colton, yeah. you know, Colton was hurt, but 
But then look what he's doing this year. It's kind of like he's, yeah. he's yeah. on a three-year plan, you know what I mean, to get back to where he kind of was when yeah. he you know, was a factory Yamaha rider, you know? I'd say he's better than he's ever been right now. Yeah, he looks good, and I mean, uh, but what what else is crazy too, though, is he still. But I mean, I haven't been at the Supercrosses, but he seems like he's when Canary makes a main. Well, no, I, sh- I can't even compare that. Never mind, because Canary, because <laughs> he's he's been a top ten guy, and, and Bobby hasn't. Yeah, but, Bobby uh, Bobby's made only three out of the five mains. So. But when you look at Bobby when he's when he's down there riding in the main, or you see him in the heat race when he gets a good start, man, the guy's riding so good, and then he. Then when he's up, you know, when he's when he's racing here, you know, he kind of Colton's kind of been on a different level, or even Matt last year, you know, yeah. Bobby didn't have much for him. It's kind of it's kind of weird to see. He did win one race straight up, though. He did, he did, but Matt Matt was coming though. You know what yeah, I mean? But but uh, a win's a win. I feel he was better this year than he looked the year before. Like oh, like absolutely. I think that bike. I think that bike suits mm-hmm. him pretty good, and he had all last winter on on that valley bike too. Yeah. So that again, again, helped. that looks like you know they raced supercross those guys, and they came in and they looked more prepared. Yeah, well, dude, let's go. Let's rewind. They're racing. Right? Yeah. It helps. Yeah. It helps yeah. no matter what. They're yeah. not. They're not doing nine races a year. They're doing like thirty races a year, right? That's, yeah. a, that's an excellent and if you, point. And if you can right. stay, if you can stay healthy and you don't get burned out, then uh, at the end of the day, it's definitely going to help. So our guys just need to race more. That's the bottom line. I I think it's pretty. It's pretty <laughs> cut and it's pretty cut and dry. Race right. more, better results. Like, more chance. More chance for injury. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, um, but. There's also a chance wanna, I'll never get struck by lightning if I don't leave my house. Exactly. You know but I mean? you could you could die from being lonely. Yeah, or obese. <laughs> I could die of obesity yeah. by just eating myself to, to death. Eating yourself because you can't go out to get groceries. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right, man. Well, hey, anything else? What else, Noof? I think that's it, man. I just uh, it's, it's always fun talking to you guys. What for about sure. what about Jeremy Medallia signing to ride a Yamaha 450? Oh, Does yeah, that we, surprise we didn't touch on that? Anybody else? I, I, I was very surprised. Um, yeah, he's a small guy. It's the biggest and heaviest bike. Um, he, he, him, I feel like him and Benoit would be right there together yeah, in I the lights so. class. I mean, sure but then is. again, the pers- if you, he's a privateer, sure. right? He's a privateer? Yeah. Well, he's... What He's basically he got on? a key steal from last year, isn't that right? Pretty, yeah, I, I think so. I yeah. don't, I don't know how much about, like, I don't know a lot about the deal. But here, here's all I got to say about it. He's been so close to winning the championship. I mean, last year he was close. The year before he was, fair, he was pretty close. Like, if you're that close to something, just give it yeah. another shot. I, that's that's the way I look. At it. It's not like the guy's 26, 27 years old. Yeah, yeah. I really thought he was going to show up on a 252 stroke of anybody. I thought right, he would be right. the guy that would show up on one and, Man, I agree. and you know, be a major contender. I don't know. It's going to be a sketchy deal for sure. Yeah, his, yeah, his 450 I, I just, results dude, in the that, past. That, that, four, yeah. that, that Yamaha 450 is a big bike to ride, but when you figure it out, it's good. I mean, I rode it last year, and it was awesome. And But it took me a while to get used to it. And I just – Jeremy's a great rider, and I think that he'll 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 do good on the bike. But, I mean, it's just uh, – man, I, I – Dude, win the championship, man! You're so you're so close. Um, yeah, light, yeah, you know? yeah. No, I, it's a strange deal. Um, but, yeah, uh, his prior yeah, I don't know. His his riding really go that well. Yeah, he tried to ride a Suzuki, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And he, halfway through, he switched. His uh, his riding style suits a two stroke too. I think so. Yeah, yeah. You know, for sure. Yeah, I would like. It would have been cool to see him. I think if there was going to be a guy that could win on the two stroke up here, he would have been. Yeah, he would have been the what guy. What about what about Keist? What's he up to, Noof? Do you know? 
Uh, I talked to him a little. I talked to him a little bit. He's all healthy. He's just real busy working. Um, I think last year. I mean, I, obviously, I, I, I would know this pretty good because I spent all all year with him, even after he got hurt and stuff. But uh, he really put a lot into it last year, more than he ever more than he ever did not i mean he's always been a hard trainer and a hard rider but i mean he didn't work and you know he had a got, got a pretty good deal from yamaha and and he he definitely put uh, all his eggs in one basket and went for it last year and it was just a shame that he that he got hurt because if he was ever going to have a good year i mean he we we started out awesome and it's just unfortunate that he got hurt but i think it uh he kind of it kind of realized made him realize that man like uh it can be over just like that you know and uh, he didn't it took him a while to get back uh, back going, and it made him pretty depressed that he was hurt. And uh, I think this year he's just going to ride uh, provincial races and some East Coast Nationals and just uh, continue working and do his old program. He's on KTMs now, right? Where did you hear that? Danny Bro told me that. Serious? Yeah, he just said they were helping him. What about Nelson? Oh. What about John Nelson? I don't know. Crying. Nelson would be devastated, man. Remember when Nelson didn't like you, and then uh, <laughs> now he likes you? He, me and Nelson were like, best friends last year like we did everything together best friends like, forever he was even he was even on the line with me at walton like that was pretty cool i thought um so his yeah so could he have gotten the yamaha deal and done it again if he wanted to i i i want to say that it was available I, yeah, yeah. I i mean i don't know i kind of when i left um after walton i kind of i didn't really i didn't really keep in too close a to touch with him just because i know he was focused on working and stuff and the last thing he really wanted to talk about was was racing because mm-hmm. he was just kind of he was just kind of over it with the whole injury and stuff and right. i i want to say it was there steve but i i, I don't know i mean for for him to go to uh, that's the first i heard the ktm deal it kind of kind of surprises me but um I, I couldn't see him leaving Yamaha. He had a pretty good home there with yeah. Nelson and with Huggy maybe, and stuff. Maybe I'm wrong. Yamaha. I might I might have heard wrong. I just thought he said something about helping well, him out. Yeah, I, well, Dan, him and Danny are buddies, yeah. so it kind of it makes sense. But it doesn't make sense for him to go back there when he just went to Yamaha last year mm-hmm. from KTM. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I know they're helping. So, listen more spread, spreading wrong info. Listen yeah. more rumors. Um, <laughs> jab jab. Um, all right. Yeah. Are we done? Yeah, well, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that me and uh, Lismar got our uh, our differences. Aside. We found out the real real story to to the whole new beginning. Yeah, right. I think this this song will take us out in honor of your retirement, Noof. I love it. I love it. I mean, you know, really, you've done so much. You've been so many people's heroes. <laughs> you've been so many heroes. You've been heroes to so many people. Always bringing me to tears <laughs> right now. We're all gonna cry. How is the indoor arena cross series in BC going to recover? It's probably going to go out of business. There won't be any more series. Uh, all right, folks. There goes my hero, Ryan New Flockhart. Thank you for coming on the show. Listen more. Thanks. And uh, stay in touch, bud. Yeah. I'll uh, hope to see you guys soon. All okay. right. See you. See you okay. Later, guys. Yeah, bye.